He was a boy, she was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious about the theme of today's podcast? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, it's, Avril, it's Avril Lavigne, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that checks right. out. Yeah, <laughs> she's the original skater boy. No, you should see where our microphones went on that. <laughs> Peaked. Thanks for uh, indulging us, guys. We appreciate it. We're 90s kids at heart. We so. can't help it. We, we can't. can't help it. Can't um, be helped. If you have never listened to our podcast before, oh, sorry, we apologize. That's obnoxious. It is. Um, I'm KB. Oh, it's nice to meet you. And <laughs> this is Julie. Hello. Um, and we talk about conspiracy theories. We do. We do. Um, today, we're yes. going to talk about Avril Lavigne. No, oh, For I no particular wait. reason. No, there's definitely no theories surrounding Why would Avril there be? Lavigne. She's she's a delight. So, like, who is Avril Lavigne? So, like? Avril Lavigne, born Avril Ramona. Ramona. Lavigne. On September 27th, 1984. In Belleville, Ontario, Ontario. Canada. Ontario. She's Canadian. So she's Canadian singer, songwriter, and actress who, by the age of 15, had appeared on stage with Shania Twain. Whoa. And by 16, had signed not one, but two album contracts with Whoa. Arista Records worth more than $2 million. What? Okay. At 16? I have a question for 16-year-old KB, may I say okay. okay, hang on, let me just channel it. Yeah, got it. Hey, 16-year-old KB. Yeah, Julie. What would you do with $2 million? At 16? Yeah. Um, well, I would buy a whole lot of clothes. Yeah, me too. Um, a V-Dub Beetle, because that's what I really want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then maybe I'd go overseas for a bit. Wow! Um, but not anything really substantial other no. than travelling. No, no. <laughs> um, that $2 million is a lot of money for a 16 Anyway, her debut album, Let Go, in 2002, emphasised a skate punk persona. Mm. So this is where um, we were like... 12-ish, 13-ish yeah, in 2002. Yeah. And I remember when that song, like, that album dropped and um, skate punk became a thing. Yeah. And those, what were those shoes called? They're the ones with the three stripes down the side. Oh, they're, they are. They're not Adidas. Are no, they Adidas? Yes. Stars? No, they're Converse. Converse. Were no. they Converse? Oh, we should not we be having Google. this conversation on air. I'm pretty sure they're called Superstar. Superstar Shoes. Trainers. Um, oh, I don't have any internet on the microphone. <laughs> Hang on, I'll look it up. Um, yeah, and I remember that whole, like, feel coming about. Yeah, look, I didn't go, like, attire-wise into mm, it. I, I didn't was definitely either. an emo kid. Um, they are Adidas, and yeah. they are called Superstar. Amazing. See, I had Charlie some... knows way more than I do. I had some of it correct. Um... So, yeah, she was kind of influential and considered a key musician in the development of pop punk Mm. music. So we had punk rock previously, Mm -hmm. but this is pop punk. Um, She played... uh, Sorry, she played... She paved the way for female-driven, punk-influenced pop music. That's awesome. At 16 years old. awesome. So she released... This is something that doesn't come up immediately in her history. Yeah. And I was like, guys, you missed the most important part. 
She released Skater Boy as the second single of her debut album. The second single? Yeah. What was the first? Um, the Kurt starts with a C. Compromise. Com. Something. Compromise. Hang on, Wikipedia. Guys, we're sorry. Today we're on tangents <sighs> galore that we haven't prepared for. We just haven't prepared for. Complicated. Complicated. Oh, sorry. that's right. Yes. Why'd you have to go make things so complicated? Okay, it took us a long time to think of the yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. That yes. was such good. I bloody love that album. Me too. Yeah. I still and do. There was one on the next one that I remembered. Yeah. Boyfriend. Oh, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, you, you, I don't like your boyfriend. Yes. Oh, Avril Lavigne, you have fans in this room. <laughs> so she released Skater Boys, the second single from her debut album, Let It Go. Mm. It was written by, and I think this is why it didn't come up immediately. It was written by Avril Lavigne and The Matrix, which is Scott Spock, Lauren Christie, and Graham Edwards. And it was produced by The Matrix. Right. So potentially because... Yeah, but it had that feel of like he was the skater boy yeah. and she was the good girl and yeah. their love was forbidden. Yeah, it was very Romeo and Juliet. Yes, and but also I then was... it became like super successful and she was sad. Yeah, but then the sense. other girl, and then Avril was like, "But I got him." <laughs> I was red hot into it as a twelve year old. Let yeah. Me tell you. Um, since her professional debut, Levine has sold more than forty million albums and over fifty million singles worldwide, Whoa. making her the best making her the third best-selling Canadian female artist of all time behind Celine Dion and then Shania Twain. Holy moly. Levine's breakthrough single, Complicated, who I could have just scrolled down in my notes. You could have. Complicated reached number one in several countries worldwide and led to Levine becoming the youngest female soloist to have a number one album in the United Kingdom. Whoa. Her second studio album, Under My Skin, became Levine's first album to reach the top of the Billboard to 200 chart awesome. in the United States going on to sell 10 million copies worldwide. Ugh. I have none and of she's, this money. she's still like what, 16, 17? How old is she now? Oh, in her 30s. Not, oh, the like, last one. Oh, right. She's in her 30s. Yeah, yeah. no, so 2002, uh, two years later. <sighs> I know. Not even reached 20 yet. Crazy. Um, so the best damn thing in 2007 was Levine's third studio album, and that reached number one in seven countries worldwide, which saw the success of its lead single, Girlfriend. My yeah. bad, it's Girlfriend. Yeah. Um, which became her first single to reach top of the Billboard Hot 100 in the United States. In addition to music, Levine voiced Heather, a Virginian opossum in the animated film Over the Hedge. Oh, yeah! And made her screen acting debut in Fast Food Nation in 2006. In 2008, and you got to remember 2008, whoo, are we just in a weird, dark place, clothing, music-wise? <laughs> uh, 2008, Levine introduced her clothing line, Abby Dawn, and in 2009, she released her first perfume, Black Star, which was followed by Forbidden Rose. No! <laughs> in 2010, Wild Rose. Mm. In 2011, Levine has been married twice to Derek Wilby from 2006 to 2010 and Chad Kroger from 2013 to 2015. Aww. She's had a rocky road, she our love. Has. Do you think perhaps it was rockier than, than we, we think? think? Yeah. Ooh, mm. Tell me 
about it, KB, after this short break. <laughs> So, what is it? What is it? What is that? <laughs> so, this theory before we go into it started in Brazil around 2011. Sorry, in Brazil. In Brazil. About a Canadian singer. About a Canadian Great. singer. And has gained uh, more and more popularity as the years have gone on. Fair. Yeah. So, guys, did you know that in 2003, Avril Lavigne died and was replaced by her body double, Melissa Vendela? <gasps> what? She's How? a body double? Yes. So, um, for a little while there, uh, fame was uh, uh, taking its toll a little bit. So, yeah. apparently the record label uh, hired a body double, okay. Melissa, to go out and do public events for Avril. Oh, so it was like a legitimate thing. Well, apparently. Right. Apparently. Um, but then... After uh, some 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 things happened, look, it would make sense if she did have a body double for appearances because she's got Lyme's disease. Yeah, so this is how apparently you can tell that Melissa has now taken over full time. Okay, Avril likes wearing trousers on the red carpet. Melissa wears skirts and dresses. Ah, uh, excuse me, point of order. Yeah. Yeah, it's a different time. Mm. Yeah, it's a different time, people. Hold on a second. Okay, Avril's um, also that Avril's height, nose, eyes, and the way that she tweets have all altered over the years. Sorry, the way that she tweets. Yeah, punctuation. The difference in punctuation and in the way that um, she uses words has apparently changed. <laughs> Um, there are also clues in uh, the lyrics of Avril slash Melissa's songs. Um, for example, in Slipped Away, she sings, The day you slipped away was the day I found it won't be the same. Yeah. Correct. Obviously, That's a lyric. we're telling everyone that Melissa is now taken over as Avril. There's even a publicity shot somewhere out there where Levine has Melissa written on her hand. And this has caused a big stir. Um, this theory um, kind of stems from the fact that we talked about before is that fame and the rise to fame yeah. took a big toll on her well-being. Yeah. Um, so apparently the label did suggest it being like, hey, how about we distract the paparazzi and, and, the up- and some appearances by hiring this girl, Melissa Vandella, and she can, she can be your body double. Um... But after Avril started working on her second album, her grandfather died. So in 2003, um, her grandfather passed away. They were very close, apparently, and that also took a big toll. um, And because she was suffering from loss and this overwhelming work schedule, it said by the theorists that in this time Avril Lavigne actually committed suicide and so then Melissa took over from there from that point onwards Melissa has been Avril Lavigne from 2003 do you know what is pretty fun what googling Avril Lavigne versus Melissa and looking at photos of Avril Lavigne (laughs) side by side with clearly Avril Lavigne with Avril Lavigne so last year (laughs) No, uh, in about November last year, mm. she's now uh, in her mid thirties. Yeah, um, 
She put the rumours to rest, saying, I think it's really silly that anyone would ever believe that. She added, but yeah, it's this huge rumour. She eventually put down the rumours, um, she put the rumours down to the fact that people are just bored and need something to talk about. Um, and while she did, re- like, take a step back for the last five years, she's just released another album, but yeah. she's taken a long break. She's like, guys, it's because I have Lyme disease and I, I needed a break. Um, I needed a rest. I needed a rest. And, like, we were talking off air before, if we put 16-year-old photos of ourselves next to photos of us now, people will also think we have body doubles. Correct. Like, look at her teeth. They're straighter now. Yeah. Look at her face. It's fatter now. Yeah. Like, what is Like, it? correct, guys. Yeah. I got braces and got fat. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> like, it's just what happens when you get older is your face slightly changes. I love it when they're, like, the nose, the ears. I'm like, you, you realise those things keep going, right? Yeah, they grow. They grow. Continuously. And even just, like... The way that 16-year-old me would have tweeted is very different to the way that almost 30-year-old me tweets. If I don't tweet. But that's but like, like, you know... If you spoke to me in the same way we spoke to, you know, our friends in 2008, 2007, yeah. 2008, if you were like, hey, girl, yeah. wanna get food letter... Eight. <laughs> I would not be friends with you. Exactly. <laughs> like, I would smack you down if you wrote like that now. Exactly. With, K. like, the capitals and the yeah. lowercase And the lowercase. And, and, like, yeah. your name would be, like, K, small B. B, but with, like, maybe an umlaut or something. Yeah, or, like, it, like, three E's after it. Yeah. K, know? B, E. You know? Exactly. I would <laughs> And I think maybe because she was in the she was in the spotlight for such a long time in her teenage years. Yeah. The minute that she's like, "Oh, I'm an I'm an adult now," people are like people are like it's a different person. It's just a different person. That's the only explanation. Look at her wearing different clothes than the clothes she wore yeah. in 2007. How dare she wear a dress? How? Avril Lavigne wears pants only. <laughs> Trousers, if you're listening outside of Australia. <laughs> but, uh, oh yes, <laughs> but yeah, you don't see me walking around with like elbow high gloves on in a formal gown. Like, no, it's, it's, it's a different time. Also, at some point, she was going to grow out of the singlet with the tie and the cargo pants, with the skirt over top with of the, the cargo skirt pants. Over the top of the car, it's gonna like we all did. We all did. It's just, we all grew out of our emo phase. And so these are the ones that I find really, I kind of get the ones where people like the, the the deceased person is still alive. Yes. In a different form. I get that. Yeah. I don't get when they say this person died and was replaced by this person. person. Because we can see from history that there's absolutely no necessity to do that. No. In fact, they may become more successful. Like, if you're looking at the estate yeah. of Avril Lavigne, that may have made more money if she had passed away. Exactly. Everyone would be like, oh, i got to go get me a copy of Skater Boy yeah. because that's what that's happened what when do. Michael Jackson passed. Yeah. Um, it People are often more successful in death than they are in life. They are. To be then replaced by someone, if you're faking your own death mm. you're not reaping any rewards from no that. you're not disappointing fans i don't think no. because how many we've we've been made aware of so many deaths yeah and that's the thing is that over the last few years particularly i don't know if it's just because i'm more invested in the industry now but it's yeah. just like there's been a lot there's been a lot there's 
big names. Been like, if you lot. were going to protect me from anyone media, hear me now, it would have been Robin Williams. Absolutely. I would have liked you to have protected me from Alan that. Or Alan Rickman. Yes. Or Carrie Fisher. Like, the, all the of the list. The actors continues. that we've grown up with and musicians we've grown up with are now no longer with us. That's the thing, is that there's that, but there's also this part of me that's like, mental illness is a big deal and it's super serious and if you're going to tell people that someone who hasn't committed suicide or has decided to to end their life that's it like that's that's a big thing when it's not true that's a big for me yeah you know i'm just like why why would like that it's a very sick call to yeah you're nasty you unhealthy yeah yeah it's not very nice yeah and look I love Avril Lavigne. I think her work is amazing. We had real fun. We had three so songs we haven't sung in a very well, long time. The lyrics may be wrong, but that's okay. We do we ever get the lyrics right in anything? The thing is, is that um, she's also the type I think of celebrity that would be like quite upfront with her fans. Yeah, she says it's not true. If it had been true, I don't think she would have agreed. To the only way that it would be plausible is the the record label is making so much money off that person. And I don't think they would. And I considering how many musicians are signed to record labels, I think they would be okay. Yeah, and I think too, like the little thing where they're like, she has Melissa written on her hand. She's doing a Beatles, guys. Yeah, she's rolling with it because it's amusing her. Or did someone just? superimpose it at a later date and fool everyone out. Like And also does it matter No, it doesn't. It's so hard. I think celebrity ones are really interesting conspiracy. Because we're definitely like, they're not true. But at the same time I'm like, I can see why some people come up with certain theories. I mean fool us if it is true. I'm still waiting for the day when someone's like, boom, proven. Yeah. And we're like, we have to eat our own words. We will, though. And put out an apology episode. We're, be prepared for that day if you prove it. If if you are Elvis and you want to tell us. Yeah. If you want to pop on over yeah. to Australia, come and record in my bedroom while we look <laughs> at Zac Efron. Then we will record our apology you're, episode. You're welcome to. You're welcome to. Or if you have a picture of Elvis from the last 10 years I don't I'm going to want it to be a Polaroid I think <laughs> <laughs> anyway we're getting yes. off track yes. that's it yeah that's wrap. That's, that's a wrap it. on the Levine. If you guys have your own opinions on Avril, uh, let us know. Or if we've been saying Avril and Levine incorrectly this entire time. Yeah, which is probably knowing likely. us likely. If you even just want to post your favourite Avril Levine song into the comments, yes. we will take it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know where to find us. Facebook at Elvis Lives Podcast. Yeah, email, send us an email. ElvisLivesPodcast.com. Uh, and don't forget that there's a rate and review and subscribe option and we like all those options and we like all those options we want to know what you want to hear so tell tell us us. just tell us yeah make our jobs easier (laughs) (laughs) but also slam us if you hate it because we love that too bring it all right ladies and gentlemen thanks have a lovely whatever day it is monday yeah, but for them, they might be listening on a Friday. Oh, they that's might be behind. True. That's okay. Yeah. We forgive you. Have a lovely everything, guys. We love you. <laughs> we do love you. See you next week. Bye. Bye.